You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. America WK with your host, Andrew WK. Always question yourself the most, then question others. But if people make you question yourself, then we can be thankful for them, even if they do it in ways that are unpleasant. It's been said before, and I'll say it again, it is the speech that we most disagree with that we have to fight most passionately to protect. America WK, Saturdays, 10 a.m. to noon on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Uh, You know, last week, last week we told you about the art project with the white-only signs to the bathrooms uh, at the University of Buffalo and the outrage of racism until the black student stood up and said, uh, Ashley Powell stood up and said, um... Yeah, it was an art project. So I did it. and All you people all wound up about racism. Uh, no, uh, no, it's not the, not the way it is. Well, this week we had the University of Delaware. They reported seeing nooses hung from the tree all over. They staged a protest. They were all upset. Nooses hanging around a tree at the University of Delaware. Now, Nancy Target. Nancy Target, acting president of the University of Delaware, immediately started tweeting, UDE police is investigating the hate crime. We need to stand together against intolerance. Call 831-2222 if you saw anything. Hashtag Voices of UDEL. Already promoting the fact that it's a hate crime. We need to stand together. Okay. Um, well, later on in the day, uh, it was tweeted uh, by Ryan uh, Cormier. Uh, hey, University of Delaware, the nooses found on campus last night were actually remnants of paper lanterns. Oh, so then the head of Nancy Target hops back on Twitter. Update. At Udell Police, determined incident was not a hate crime. Please stand with me on the green at 4.30 p.m. Voices of University of Delaware. Oh, so stand with me uh, on the green uh, because we're going to still get together and party. But listen, we're still, we were investigating a hate crime instead of saying we don't know what it is yet. Uh, UDE Police investigating. They were investigating a hate crime. They were investigating to see what the problem was, if there was a crime. So, does that matter, though? Does it matter? No. Students at the University of Delaware, taking it hard after the discovery of an alleged hate crime, was just a misunderstanding. Some students even insist the hate crime still occurred. Wait, what? Yes, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're here today because we're not returning hate with hate Black Lives Matter protest. Oh, is that is that true? This is not the end. It's not clear what hate Gill was avoiding the return of since there's no hate crime happened. But hey, we're... We're still going to be mad 
because the police are lying and they're covering up a crime. Yeah, we were out there when those lanterns were hanging, though. And we remember that they had to be hanging with something. I don't know. That's how they hung up from the trees and the poles and the wires. But it's still a hate crime. In fact, we now believe that the lanterns were hate. No, they didn't say that. But I'm saying that. We now believe, hey, you know what? The lanterns, they were hate too. That's what they were hung for. It's unbelievable. Now, obviously, you have to say the disclaimer. Was there hate? Was there hate crime in America? Yes, there is. There's nothing good about hate crime. Racism is bad. All lives matter. Got it. Although all lives matter now means that black lives don't. And how did you get there? People have asked me all the time. I'll tell you how you got there. You got there by... When Black Lives Matter started screaming, hey, Black Lives Matter, and other people went, wait a minute. No. Black lives do matter, but really all lives matter. They took that as saying, oh, you're blocking out black lives. You just want us to think that you believe all lives matter. But really you don't care about black lives. And that's why you're saying all lives matter. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay, no no problem then. You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, Black lives do matter. And guess what? All lives don't. That's that's where we're at. That's pretty much where we're at. But, you know, look, we're investigating the hate crime that wasn't a hate crime that we're still pissed off about because we know it was a fake hate crime, but we're still pissed because guess what? We think it's still a hate crime. Unbelievable. And for those of you that have read the latest Glenn Beck book, It Is About Islam. Uh, We'll be happy to hear that uh, Pamela Geller uh, announced that the Ground Zero Mosque has been defeated. In her article, President Obama pushed for it. Then-Mayor Michael Bloomberg supported it. The media actively campaigned for it. But the people fought it and won. So the mosque that they were fighting for to build at ground zero uh that's not gonna happen have a good day we don't want it here okay we don't want it here earlier uh this week the yogi berra died and you say who's yogi berra yogi berra is uh, famous for playing professional baseball for a hundred years, he was in a couple of. He was actually in a couple of commercials not too long ago in the Aflac commercials, and and uh, you know people recognize him. But he also, Yogi Berra served in the U.S. Navy during World War II, where he served as a gunner's mate on the attack transport USS Bayfield during the D-Day invasion. He was at Omaha Beach. Okay. And he was confirmed that he also sent to Utah Beach during D-Day invasion. So then, when he got done with his military, he came back to the States and played minor league baseball and then up to the New York Yankees. Okay? Now, he died earlier this week at the age of 90. He was an 18-time All-Star. 
He appeared in 14 World Series as a member of the Yankees. And he won 10 of them. Think about that. And he was a member of the Yankees. He was a Yankee. He was definitely old school baseball. He played for the Yankees. And he was best known for some of his sayings. And he's got sayings. There's lists of them all over. Uh, Because people love to quote Yogi with his sayings. And I loved, first of all, how he got the name Yogi. Um, His real name, uh, Lawrence Peter Barra. Uh, but everyone called him Yogi. When he was a little kid, uh, That he and his friends went to a movie, and in the movie, one of the shorts was about India, and they were showing one of the yogis in India sitting cross-legged, doing what yogis do. And his buddy looked at him and said, hey, it looks like you, and you're sitting to wait to get come up to the plate. And from that point on, his friends called him Yogi. And it was just Yogi Berra from that point on. And that's how names stick. Amazing. And some of my favorite lines from the great legend Yogi Berra. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. You can observe a lot by just watching. One of my my all-time favorites. No one goes there nowadays. It's too crowded. Baseball is 90% mental and the other half is physical. (laughs) This one here is worth today. A nickel ain't worth a dime anymore. Always go to other people's funerals, otherwise they won't come to yours. We made too too many wrong mistakes. Another one of my favorites. You better cut that pizza in four pieces. I'm not hungry enough to eat six. (laughs) I usually take a two-hour nap from one to four. Get late early out here. You got to be careful if you don't know where you're going because you might not get there. He hits from both sides of the plate. He's amphibious. It was impossible to get a conversation going. Everybody was talking too much. I don't know if they were men or women fans running naked across the field. They had bags over their heads. I'm not going to buy my kids an encyclopedia. Let them walk to school like I did. On the 1973 Mets, we were overwhelming underdogs. The towels were so thick, I could hardly close my suitcase. Little League Baseball is a very good thing because it keeps the parents off the streets. And a classic that you could replace baseball with radio. If I didn't make it in baseball, I wouldn't have made it working. I didn't like to work. Yogi Berra, dead at the age of 90. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network.
Severin. Good luck with your new lobbying firm, because that's what Boehner was always going to do. He was not going to leave Washington if he were 89 years old. He wasn't going to leave Washington. He was just going to leave political office. He was going to leave a salary of $200,000 a year and make $20 million his first year as a lobbyist. Jay Severin. Weekdays, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern. On the Blaze Radio Network.